0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the Bungie TWAB, the most recent blog post from Bungie. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. I'm probably live right now. That's usually when these hit the feeds. You can come to say no to rage.com. That'll bring you right to the Twitch channel. You can throw me a follow there to catch these streams. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit like, share, subscribe, the little bell button. If you do like this podcast, you can look up SNTR Presents anywhere on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, all of them, and you can find all the past episodes. So I wanted to walk through this TWOP because they addressed a couple of things but they also didn't address everything and so they addressed world drops and they addressed armor slots and seasonal slots they addressed the connection problems in the game and they talked about trials and some of the reset stuff going on but there were some things absent as well that I was really hoping were going to get addressed. Unfortunately it doesn't look like any of these things are going to be talked about anytime soon and we're going to kind of maybe have to hold our breath on some of it. So I'm gonna break it into three sections. First, they talked about armor slots, then the connection problems, then I want to end by talking about trials because we were really hoping to see some things about trials. Now, for the uh, for the armor slots, they said there were several armor sets added to the Ingram loot pool with Season of the Worthy. We saw a lot of feedback that while you were excited to see your favorite armor sets from the past, the fact that none of them had the seasonal mod slots made them feel less desirable and not worth including in your builds. So. One of the primary reasons we were providing this feedback is there was an entirely new mechanic this season with the Warmind cells, and if you run any of those cool armor sets they brought back, you can't interact with that, so everybody was very, very agitated, maybe you weren't paying attention to this, but the world drop, those are anything that drop on the ground, so if you see a purple ingram on the ground, or you go and you turn in a prime to... Rahul, those can be any of the faction rally weapons that came back the old fashioned, the Urals gift, but then they also brought back a bunch of old armor sets, and they did not have the seasonal mod slot, so if you go into your menu right now, if you have any of those, here's one right here, well that's Vex Defensive, so I guess that doesn't count Um, it looks like this so this is not this is not one of them. It's missing the slot down here, okay? That was really agitating to people. They didn't really like it. I got some cool faction rally stuff, and I was like, oh, I love the way this looks, and I was like, oh, it doesn't have the slot. So Bungie says, good news. We're adding seasonal mod slots to these sets in an update next month. The three faction sets will get Season of the Worthy slots, and the rest of the armor will get Season of Dawn or Season of the Undying mod slots and then they listed all the armor sets so season of dawn okay that's last season is going to land on dead end cure retrograde Uh, Hyro Camo, Road Complex, Devastation Complex, and High-Minded Complex. And then Undying, which is even further back, is going to be Red Moon Phantom, uh, Mimetic Savior, Thorian Holt, Tangled Web, Prodigal, Frumius, Noble Constant, Ego, Talon, Errant Knight, Carrick type Philomath. Now, the most interesting thing about this is they're seeming to want to still break them up, even though they're making the change, like, now, they're not gonna make all those ones I just read like, for example, Tangled Web Tangled Web's gonna have the Undying slot so Tangled Web is getting relegated to Season of the Undying, which is back in Shadowkeep, and then the other ones that I just read, I think, aren't all the ones I read, Retrograde, Road Complex all those, those are gonna get Season of Dawn that's last season so for some reason, they think it's best to do the Faction Rally sets sort of staggered back one season. I don't know why that is. It's possible, given this change, and sort of, they're kind of hemming it in, there may be something big coming in the summer, and they want our eyes set on that. This could be just a way to keep things from becoming too bloated. Maybe they don't want too many armor sets to be landing this time. I I really don't know why... The faction sets are dropping in worthy, brand new, but they're being given the dawn slot again. There could be reasons for this that are unforeseen. Maybe Bungie anticipated doing something in in the summer or in September, and this was sort of just like, oh, we'll just do this for fun. The negative feedback got so high that they decided to change it. So it's good to see them responding to our frustration. The implementation to me seems to indicate there might be something else going on in the background in preparation of the summer or even of September that they that this was not seen as like a long long-standing thing that they were putting in the game this is just something fun people in chat are saying that's how they sunset armor not necessarily though because if you can continue to infuse the armor up you could save armor that is season of the worthy and save and and, and use war mine cells for forever as far as we know they're not going to limit how much you can infuse something so you know, a year from now, you should be able to still use war mine cells if you keep an armor set or armor pieces or whatever that can interact with those mods. So it's not necessarily a form of sunsetting. It is, I do think, though. It is a way to get you to shuffle forward. So if in the summer they drop a bunch of new armor and mod slots and seasonal seasonal mods like the war mine cells, you're gonna want to shuffle forward and get away. The faction armor is getting season of the worthy slots, but it says that. Season of Dawn mod slots are being added to Dead End Cure, Retrograde, Hyro Camo, Road Complex, Devastation Complex, and High Minded Complex. Aren't those faction sets? I thought those were the faction sets. It says those those are getting Season of Dawn mod slots. It says here, the three faction sets will get Season of the Worthy. What are those other sets then? I'm sorry, I misread that. Thank you for correcting me in the video. Those were the open world sets. Oh, those are the open world sets. Okay, ignore me. I am so sorry. I confused it. It's staggered. I guess it's logical. It makes sense. The faction sets are worthy and then they're staggering it out to dawn and then all the way back to undying. So ignore everything I just said. It still seems like they're getting ready for something in the summer by not just making everything season of the worthy. They're still trying to keep it sort of hedged into when it drops. So I guess it makes sense and it's logical. The next thing they talked about is connection problems. This is one of the foundational problems with the game right now. It's very, very frustrating to play. I was just playing the public event. I was trying to grab the balls off the ground, and I wasn't even able to do so. Pretty irritating. I was like, come on. It's just... And thankfully today, I was able to do a bunch of legendary lost sectors with no disconnects with some people, but even that's been a problem as well. They did say they were continuing to examine the high error codes, and they did deploy effects that helped Gambit. They said that it helped Gambit. I, I think that people have said that Gambit is working now because I know that even Paul Tassi said he was grinding Gambit for the Warmind Cells and that his, his war, I'm sorry, for the, the bits. He said his Warmind Cell build is breaking Gambit. He says it's just absurd. Uh, unfortunately, though, they are still seeing a high level of disconnects and errors and they're continuing to look in for it. They thought that they had a fix for it. It didn't seem to fix it. So hopefully they can come up with something soon because that's affecting Trials. I do think that's having a huge, huge effect on Trials, which is having its own problems for a variety of reasons. So let's talk about Trials. So Trials is having some sort of a reset issue where they said, Trials of Osiris weekly challenges, those are like your weekly milestones, those are unlocking and resetting at 5pm Pacific on Saturdays. That's going to get fixed going forward in the update next month. But for now, if you boot up on Friday at reset for Trials and you don't see those challenges, like when you go to a, 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 a hopper in the game and you see like the yellow circle, like when I go to Nightfall right now, and I highlighted, it and it says challenges weekly, and then you have you get powerful gear. If it doesn't show that for you on trials, and it hasn't reset, it should reset uh, Saturday evening 5 p.m. Pacific. That is getting fixed in a future update, but for now, that's just a good help to you if you're wondering what is going on. Why am I not getting wins at three, five, and seven? Those are challenge drops. Those are weekly drops. Those go away after you do them once. So they're you know you're kind of waiting for that reset. I am disappointed they said literally nothing about the token farming that's been going on. Basically, a giant problem happened on the week of Anomaly. Everybody was just getting to three wins and resetting uh, for tokens. I had somebody try to correct me on my on my YouTube and said, oh no, they're going to three wins to get the shotgun every time. That's not how it works. The very reason that you have to wait for the weekly challenge reset to get drops at three, five, and seven, you only get to drop at win three one time. Resetting the card does not reset the drops. Resetting the card ensures that they stay at the lower end of the card spectrum and they get easy wins and it's a faster token farm than going flawless. I am disappointed they said virtually nothing about this. I believe this is a threat to Trials. A significant threat to Trials. You're basically motivating your best teams to not play the game in the spirit of how it's designed. Now, people are calling players doing this scummy. They're saying it's it's really scummy. It's toxic to farm the bottom half of the card. I am never going to say that. It's up to Bungie to incentivize the proper behavior. If you're going to make it to where the absolute best loot farm, the absolute best token farm is on the bottom half of the wins, on the bottom half of the card. It's that's on Bungie. You're, players are going to go where the grind is the best. They're not going to continue to go to the Lighthouse if it's not a good use of their time. The other thing that they didn't talk about was Hard Light. I honestly thought they were going to at least say something. I didn't think they were going to announce a nerf, but I thought they were going to say, listen, we understand there's been some sharp shifts and trends in the meta. We are analyzing player behavior all the time. We are accepting feedback all the time. We will continue to analyze the trends that we're seeing in the Crucible and Trials with respect to weapon meta and you know, maybe even make a little joke about being a late laser light show or something. Hardlight is taking over the Crucible, and I don't think it can be ignored. I think Bungie's going to have to do a mid-season nerf. I think it's going to get nerfed sooner than later. I can't see them ignoring Hardlight for the entire season, and I also can't see them ignoring the token farming situation. I believe Trials will suffer if these two things go unaddressed for the entire season. So, Hopefully we get some sort of an update from Bungie on that, especially the token thing. I think that needs to be addressed immediately. Like they need to make it more lucrative for you to go to games four, five, six, and seven and go flawless. And then second, they really need to do something about the hard light. At least say they're looking at it. I mean, that would at least be something because I'm concerned about trials engagement every weekend going down. If there's no reason to go flawless and if it's a lot of hard light spam, I know it's map dependent. I know some of the other maps might play a little bit better, a little bit more sniper heavy and a little less hard light spam, but you have to understand something. 8 million kills on one weekend, and it was the highest as as well the week before on Burnout. I believe that's a problem. I believe that trend is not just, oh, it's a popular weapon, leave the weapon alone. I I do believe it's going to frustrate people and drive them away. So, as always, we're going to go to question and answer next, so stick around for that. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the TWAB discussion, the Bungie blog that addressed the armor slots on faction armor and trials and some connectivity issues. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. And if you're watching on YouTube, hitting like, share, subscribe, the little the little bell button, all of that helps me out. Also, if you like listening to these entire episodes as a podcast, you can find this on all the podcast platforms. Just look up SNTR presents we are going to go with the first question if i can grab the correct mouse ky grizzy if they can implement armor updates during a season even though it's a month from now don't you think that they could disable the hard light while they figure out what to do with it if the community at large begins to have a problem with it there's a fundamental problem with your suggestion they there's never really been a precedent, a precedence for this disabling weapons has almost always been I, I know I think I'll say it this extreme I believe that it's always been something that is breaking the game not something that is really strong so if if you think oh they should just disable it while they figure it out they've never really done that they've done the telesto Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones they had to disable that were absolutely broken. Exotic armor recently that was breaking things. It's usually something that is bugged or broken, not strong. Whenever they, whenever they sort of the, whenever they did the, the, some of the nerfs or they realized recluse was strong, right? These are things they didn't just disable because they were strong, you know, um, so I don't think that there's a precedence for that. People are saying Jotun. Did they disable Jotun because it was strong? I don't think I don't think so. Um I think complaints about the hard light are gonna go down if Trials can get on a map where Hardlight's not a go-to right now, Hardlight, especially on Anomaly just completely ran away with it that's not me, like, dialing back my criticism, I believe Hardlight needs address, but I think maybe Bungie's gonna buy themselves some time if they put out a map like Rusted Lands or something where Hardlight's gonna struggle um, you know or, I don't know about Cauldron or Exodus Blue but I, I'm I'm guessing Rusted Lands for today. And Rusted Lands would make it really, really hard for Hardlight to get its footing. Hardlight got way more footing than it ordinarily will get on Anomaly. I still think it's overtaking the Crucible and needs addressed. I don't think we can keep doing... A lot of people went to my YouTube video and they said, um, they said, oh, well, just leave it alone. We finally have a strong weapon. Just leave it alone. And I was just like... It's more than that, though. It's more than just a really strong weapon. It, it's disrupting the entire Crucible. I believe you owe me one for calling that they would not address Hardlight in the TWAB. It's a 50-50 guess. I mean, I I owned it this morning. I said I thought they were at least going to say something about it. I didn't think they were going to be like, oh, we're nerfing it right away. I thought they were going to do a head nod. Like, yeah, we're we're analyzing the meta and the trends that are emerging. We understand people are... um you know pinpointing one particular weapon that seems to be very popular and then you know they could have said we're going to look at it we're going to look at the numbers and the trends I I thought they were going to say something I also thought they were going to say something about the tokens and trials like hey uh, we're looking at incentives and in trials and noticing trends of people primarily going for the early games and farming tokens uh, You know, we're, we're going to have some meetings and kind of crunch some things to come up with maybe a better solution uh, for things like that um, I don't know to me, to me, my biggest concern about both of these items, because somebody on my YouTube is like, oh, sounds like this guy's tired. He can't use spare rations, mind benders. I'm like, homie, you don't know who you're talking to. I don't even have those those weapons. I mean, I do, but I don't have a god roll of either. And I don't use those weapons. I've never used either of those weapons in the Crucible. I used hard light when I played. When I played Trials this last weekend, I used hard light. And I got plenty of kills with it. And I got killed by it a bunch. Uh, I use it in sixes one day to kind of experiment. I, I, this is, I'm concerned about trials and the crucible. Listen, just let's press pause on everybody's instinct for just a minute. Everybody's like, oh, stop it. We don't want nerves. Press pause on that on just a a minute. Let's just go back in time a month. And remember that Crucible has gotten almost no updates for two years. They've been without trials for two years. It has been largely an ignored player side of the player pool and side of the game for two years. It suffered massive exodus of players starting in Season of Dawn. Okay, I want you to remember that, and now consider what I'm saying. I'm concerned that the Crucible finally gets some love, a Pinnacle Iron Banner weapon, and Trials of Osiris, and new really awesome weapons to chase in PvP. I am concerned that a few minor changes to the token earn rate in Trials, or some minor tweaks and adjustments to the Hard Light, could help. As opposed to just letting this run rampant for three months, and potentially hurt a, a side of the game that has been in dire straits and need of help for a long, long time. So just remember, sort of the runway that led to this season. Crucible has been hurting and dying for something like Trials to come back, and Hardlight's strength and power and popularity and the token thing in Trials both both stand as I believe threats to the longevity and 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 the and the and the, tr- the substance of Trials lasting. Um, I don't want to miss these subs. I thanked Poochie and Always Snack and Hyper Soy Sauce. I missed your forty-eight month. Sub, That is a four-year badge. That's a long time. Thank you, Hyper Soy Sauce. Not a lot of people can hit for four years right now. Con. With a lot of people missing Vicarious Visions and High Moon Studios, and Luke Smith saying that Bungie is at a good financial place, do you think it is time for Bungie to get a third-party studio involved in the game? This question has come up quite a bit, and this is where I want to be careful, because people maybe think, oh Bungie's making money there's just a bunch of money in the bank, just spend that money and that'll be more content Um, I agree with the principle but people need to understand what that would look like, it would not be an immediate transference of value to you as the player if they suddenly expanded Hired more people, or outsourced to a third-party developer. Those developers would need to become familiar with the game, the goals, the aspirations of Bungie. They would need to be familiar with the game and how to work with it. They would need to be familiar with the the development tools. Um, These are all things that would take time. So even though they, if if they have had, if they had have, you know, success up to now, if if they've they've had this great resurgence of players, and if the Eververse is doing well. That doesn't immediately mean coins in the bank means content in your game. Like, it doesn't translate that easily. I would anticipate them, if they can do this, hiring and outsourcing for spring and summer of twenty. 21, if that makes sense right now bungie would be all hands on deck on the big dlc winter season they could probably handle themselves and then the two follow-up seasons in 2021 they would likely try to outsource it'd be great if they could outsource to vicarious visions vv does a great job vv is also owned by activision and maybe not wanting to play nice with bungie I know people are like, oh, I miss Activision, I miss Activision. I know when they say that, the spirit of that is they miss VV and High Moon Studios. But we were giving a lot. We were sort of trading the game's soul for good DLC from those guys. Because Activision was going to continue to push a delivery cycle that was going to be something that Bungie couldn't meet. And fundamentally, we were going to have another botched launch of a D3 or another botched launch of a DLC or something. like. Eventually how do I want to say this, eventually those chickens come home to roost, like you can't just keep straining your development bandwidth to the breaking point, eventually that would have come to fruition that we would have realized this relationship with Activision was a short term gain, the long term game plan for Destiny would have been sabotaged, because eventually you run out of, you just, you start to, you start to rob the future for the present, you know, you're taking away from big things that Bungie could do in the future by focusing only on the here and now and the present, like, oh, but, you know, Drifter well, not Drifter, but Black Armory and Opulence were so good, and Forsaken in the year that followed were so good and so much of that was bolstered by Activision's development teams sure, but Forsaken shouldn't have even been needed, okay? Imagine if Bungie wouldn't have had to stick to Activision's launch schedule and Destiny 2 would have launched when Forsaken launched and would have all launched sort of together, just this giant, massive, well-structured game. They could have trickled out stuff like Forsaken and the Dreaming City and the Tangled Shore, but instead Forsaken was necessary. Everybody forgets in this debate that like Forsaken was great, but Forsaken was necessary because of the delivery schedule and the delivery schedule was because of Activision. I'm not blaming Activision, but when you are under the thumb of a giant publisher, that is part and parcel to the experience. So everyone's like, "Oh, we, I miss him! I miss him! I miss him!" It's like, I, if you have like a really, really good wait staff, but they but they trash the kitchen, and then they do a great job cleaning up your kitchen, and then you decide a year later that you're going to get rid of some of them because they're 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 bad for your your house and they keep making messes, right? I, <laughs> You oh I missed that waitstaff. Don't you remember how many times they made messes that they had to clean up? It's like they kind of it was kind of a if then. It's like well if we stick with Activision then we're going to continue to have botched rushed launches. Turtle, I'm pretty sure they said they were delaying the release of season eleven. Correct me if I'm wrong, but do you think this means it's going to push back September DLC two or they come out at the same time? Where did where did he read this? Is this anywhere this that's legitimate and verifiable that they're they're delaying the release of season 11, I'll be honest, it wouldn't surprise me, in light of the global situation right now, that season 11 would get shoved back a little bit, and potentially then subsequently the September DLC, it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think they've said this anywhere in any specific terms, whether, I mean, did they say something on Reddit or something, I've not seen any blog posts or tweets about this, that would have been like, big news, Tassie would have written about it, I'm sure. <clears throat> Did I read it wrong? Or are we not getting trials rewards today? You may not have resets on your challenges, that's all. No one has made a statement? I don't I, I don't think so. Sam Crisp. How do you feel about God to your players farming the first half of the trials card? Makes me very makes it very frustrating to get anywhere, at least for me. This is a valid question. This was being debated on Twitter. Uh, true Vanguard and Drewski were were going back and forth. It was charitable and polite, but, um. Y- you know, Mister Rogers, you know, True Vanguard is always just like hoping and believing in the best in people, and I love him for that, but he was kind of taking up for the guy that said it was toxic. Now, he wasn't saying it was toxic, but he was saying the spirit of what this guy is saying is generally true. It's predatory for really skilled players to hang out on the bottom half of the card, and Ryan was like, I really wish people would consider the ramifications of their actions. My pushback, and Drewski's pushback, was, that's understandable, but... As a, as a top-level PvP player, you can't stop caring about good loot. You can't be like, well, I care more about the player base this weekend than getting a god roll shotgun. You know, like, do, do you really want to go into the Crucible or go into Trials the next weekend and face a bunch of god roll Astral Horizons and in so doing get frustrated because you didn't you have a, you, you have like a, a weaker gun or a weaker astral horizon or maybe you didn't get a good one because um, truth be told even if streamers and you know prominent players or prominent teams have been like we don't really want to do that we think that's bad for the player base it, you're not going to stop the masses from doing that you just simply aren't that's why I said it's on Bungie to incentivize different behavior it's on them listen li- like I said I read the tw- the trials blog, read the description of how it was all going to work, and in 60 seconds came up with, well, people will probably get a drop and then just keep resetting their card to keep their loot pool small, and then they'll just token slam Saint-14. It literally took me a minute to presume and predict what the community would do in response to the system that Bungie built. It's like, you guys should have floated this past some people first, and we would have immediately like, no, 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 no can't do that. People are going to farm in the bottom half of the card. You got to make it more. You got to make it more lucrative and to give us stronger incentive to go flawless and go to games four, five, six, and seven. And unfortunately, you, they didn't do that. So I, I don't endorse. I don't endorse this idea that like it's it's toxic or predatory or bad for players to do that. Listen, it's bad for you, but you should be looking at Bungie and being like, why aren't you motivating these guys to go further on the card? It's on Bungie, right? It's a, it's a it's a loot based game. You can't expect people to ignore ignore really good loot. I just you know I it come on. Uh, seven months from N D James. Thank you, dude. Welcome back. Hope the moving process goes smoothly. Thank you. um Okay, Hive is qualifying his question. No statement, Lono. Sorry, I read Jason Schreier saying anything game wise due out in the next two months will release still, but anything after is totally off the table. Right, 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 right. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah. So it was Jason Trier predicting things beyond the next couple of months just are not going to be able to ship. Um, so. <clears throat> M- uh, MG Avenger. I've seen a lot of people talk about how Trials isn't as rewarding and that PvE is more rewarding in a lot of cases. I've seen someone who was an advocate of playing the whole game, even if you don't like all aspects, because if you want to be good at the game, you got to play it all. Do you think Bungie could make something help us enjoy both aspects of the game? Um, here's the thing. I don't think... Um, I don't think you can say... Oh, you've been someone who has advocated playing the whole game if you don't like all aspects of the game because if you want to be good at the game, you got to play it all. I don't agree with that. I do not agree with this idea, this sentiment that, like, I should have to play every part of the game. Absolutely not. And the player base has largely rejected that notion. There are very clearly people in the community who only play PvP and nothing else. They only play PvE and nothing else. And I think that's totally fine. Now, if someone's like, oh, it's more rewarding, it's more rewarding to go play PvE. It's only more rewarding to go play PvE because, because of like frames and generosity of drops. And that's something that I think Trials needs. Um, oh, you're only referring to endgame content. Oh, 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 okay, 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 now I understand. Oh, I understand your argument now. If you want to be good at the endgame, then... You would want to play all of the end game. Now I understand what you're saying. I think that makes a little bit more sense. Um, so, in light of that part, if that, if that's if that's your, 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 the tenets of your argument, I won't disagree with you that PVE does have better generosity tracks. But I'll also say, now hang on a minute before you want to start crying about trials. Let me let me wrap with you for a second. Cru- um I'm sorry. Raids have been notoriously stingy. For the last two years. Loot's not that great. And you only get to run it three times for drops. You can keep going flawless. You can literally grind. You can grind for that shotgun as many times as you want. So with respect. If you think that trials is not as rewarding as end game PVE. You've not been playing end game PVE. Right? You're looking at sundial and you're looking at weapon frames. Right? No. That's that's not endgame PvE. Now, I mean, it is endgame PvE, but it's not a parallel to Trials. Trials is more a parallel to, like, Nightfalls or Raids. Something that comes up, and you run in a bunch, and it's really challenging, and you need a pre-made team, right? No matchmaking. And PvE... Endgame, game like the upper echelons the upper echelons of grind have been notoriously kind of stingy nightfalls is just a currency grind i think that's fine i think the currency grind is okay but the raids have been i think a giant bummer i've actually said because they let you go flawless multiple times as many times as you want they should let you run raids as many more times you know as many times as you want I've never been able to run a raid for a great uh, for a great weapon the way that people have been able to run trials. Look at how many guns trials players got this last weekend. How many shotguns did a really hardcore grinder get? And then try and tell me that like, oh, but PvE endgame is so much more generous. Uh, I mean, maybe pieces of it. Sundial, sure. Weapon frames, yes. Raids, no. Nightfalls, no. Not at all. I think trials and raids especially need to be places where we can spend a lot of time to try to get the things that we want as opposed to feeling like oh I ran mine for this week I'm done, you know. That's why it's good to let people go flawless more than once on each character because it's like you want them to stay in there, you don't want them to get their three flawlesses and bounce, you know it, it makes sense to let them continue to run it. Raids as well I think need some of that, re, that, that weekly uh, replayability. In a recent Reddit post, Deej indicated that the reason we didn't get Pinnacle Weapons this season was partially because of the Trials gear. That wasn't Deej, that was Dylan. Do you think that this is fair, considering that they've been working on Trials for over two years and needed to add perks to a few old weapons? I've gotten this question a lot, that, that this is not a, a, an accurate representation of what has happened. They didn't just bring bring in some guns and add some new perks to them. Those guns were from Destiny 1. Archetypes and stat distribution and gun behavior was all completely different back in Destiny 1 when those guns existed. These guns had to be created all brand new. The models, sure, they didn't have to create the models for the weapons. That's nice. But the weapons themselves are actually um, completely and utterly brand new in the Destiny 2 system and then needed to be tested and and made sure that they worked properly in the current sandbox so because of that, I believe that it's clear, and this is something that I've been trying to, to hammer home with people is the seasonal content has limitations on how much they can give you, both with respect to quantity and substance, okay, so they can't The team that was working on this is not suddenly bigger or has more bandwidth just because in your mind, they've been working on trials for over two years. You don't even know that. They might have only been working on trials for the last nine months. Who knows? We don't know how long that team was working on trials. Trials could have been a question mark, right? Trials could have been a question mark. When they broke with Activision and recorded all those vid docs and stuff, they recorded a segment where Luke Smith said, we're going to fix it. Okay, well, that was a year ago, not two years ago. And in the meantime, again, it could have been a question mark. Maybe they didn't know when it was going to land. Maybe they didn't know how it was going to land. So they might not have been building loot for it just yet. No, we don't need you to build loot for Trials right now. We need you to build loot for this or that or the other thing. We need you to build some ritual weapons trials is a question mark we don't know when it's going to land okay so when they assigned a team to start working on season of the worthy just like season of dawn and just like the summer season there's a limitation on bandwidth there's a time constraint and you're going to get roughly the same amount of content every time we got the exact same amount of guns this season as we did last season i think to me that's that's a glimpse That's a glimpse into their bandwidth co- uh, capabilities. How much can they conceivably create, test, and deliver every every three months? 12 months from Pharaoh, thank you. That's a red badge. Listen, I don't think you can look at the game right now with the error codes, the glitches, the bugs, and and not see that they are literally doing the absolute maximum that they can. Yeah, it was Dylan on Reddit. It wasn't Deej. I corrected that earlier in the question. Like, the... They're giving they're doing the absolute maximum that they can and it's clear because it's like it's buggy, it's glitchy, things are acting up. Here's an exotic. Oh crap, that exotic's breaking the game. Here's this thing, here's that thing. Oh, it's not working. Oh, it's glitched. Oh, it's bugged. Oh, there's error codes. Dylan just responded to a tweet about the current token situation in trials if you want to take a read. I do want to take a read. Let me see what our good friend Dylan is saying here. So, did he reply to somebody? Um, Let's see. Dylan says... Oh, he says a lot. He said, this is a great video. He is responding to Ascendant Nomad. This is the guy... Okay, so Ascendant Nomad had a trending Reddit thread about skill creep in Trials of Osiris. Um, and he said it's gonna be a problem pretty quickly. So I'm gonna to read to you what Dylan said in response. This is a great video. We've been talking to the team about the token system reward paths and more. While I can't make a promise for when things will be addressed, I can say this. We want trials to be the best experience it can be, and is not going anyway away anytime soon. A few general notes desirable rewards will be coming at the end of cards for the next few weeks. This should help prevent the early card farm and push players to go for seven wins flawless. And then the I can't turn in tokens without X wins we hear you and we're passing around ideas skill creep while this happens naturally as players come in and out of the game there are opportunities for us to slow it or get more players back into the fight skill creep this section gave me pro skill based matchmaking vibes not for trials but for the rest of pvp Um, skill based matchmaking is terrible please no and before the large amount of people say no remove skill based matchmaking from every aspect of the game (laughs) <laughs> he heard me. I hear you. This section just helps to illustrate how players bleed from the game when getting stomped on frequently by players out of their skill band. Thanks again for the feedback, Nomad and everyone replying and sharing. Helps us when speaking to the player feedback internally and is a great assist when looking uh, when looking to take next set. Hope to see you in Trials this weekend. Um, let me see here. Let me retweet. Helpful uh, response from DMG about trials tokens rewards etc looks like folks will want to hit game seven more in the coming weeks Eeks! weeks looks like folks will want to hit game seven more in the coming weeks Okay, retweet. There we go. That's helpful. That's helpful. I mean, we need we need quick response. We don't want sloppy response, but we do want quick response. Um, no, 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 Benja. He, he, Dylan even indicated in his tweet response that they would not be putting skill-based matchmaking in trials. So, that would be a, a disaster. You have to know that trials appeals to the upper echelon, and the upper echelon of players absolutely hate skill-based matchmaking, and for good reason next question Kingish Kandar Um, hang on I want to read Fuzz's response I don't understand why we have a closer connection and sympathy to game devs than other companies if you bought an iPhone and they took away a feature and then they brought it back buggy and practically uh, the game buggy uh, and then they took something else away why would there be absolute outrage and people would be calling for their money back well, that's, that's a false equivalency though, you can't look at an iPhone that runs on an operating system and is basically a tool and meets needs in your life, that's not the same as like a hobbyist game that is at its core, in some respects, a social experiment. They're always trying to take our feedback and, and hear us and tr- make adjustments and make changes. Trials of Osiris is not a buggy broken mess destiny as a game right now is a buggy broken mess because they're doing their absolute best to deliver lots of content also consider in your analogy with the iphone what if people that own iphones were constantly asking for rapid updates every couple of weeks they wanted updates new features new this new that and then apple started pushing out updates that created instability in the operating system this might be hard for you to remember maybe you didn't even have a phone back then I worked at AT AT&T when the iPhone first launched, and when it launched, you could not send picture messages. That is now a standard feature on all phones. Back then, it was a growing, growing standard feature. It was becoming more normative, and people thought it was incredibly strange to buy the newest and latest greatest phone, and it couldn't send picture messages. Apple at the time, Steve Jobs opened up and talked about that. They said, in all of our experimentations with picture messaging and MMS messaging, MMS messaging was a newer concept, and as a newer concept, it created instability in the phone. And so they didn't want to put it into the operating system. So they prioritized stability over a new feature. Now, there's competing philosophies sometimes in development. Sometimes they would say, no, add as many features as possible, we'll tweak it on the back end, we want people to have all the things that they know and love. And so they could have added pictures. Extra messaging people would have been like, oh yay! I'll, uh, this is so great that I can do this, and then it would have caused instability in the in the in the operating system, and then their initial operating system updates and things that they would have pushed out would have had to address that. So a lot of the times, a lot of the times you're going to have these situations where. Bungie has competing philosophies right now in the game. You have the philosophy of we want no droughts, we want to consistently deliver a rhythm of content that allows people to play in a hobbyist way. And that's competing with standards of we want things to be polished and smooth and have zero bugs or problems. Those two things are clashing right now. It's causing friction. You know, plates beneath the ocean causes an earthquake and a tsunami. Like It's causing friction in the game. So, you... This is not going away. If Bungie's going to continue to try to do the thing that so few games are doing right now, how many games are trotting out seasonal content every three months? There's not a lot of games doing this for no subscription fee, no dedicated server, none of that. Like, They're trying to do something, in some respects, they're pioneering more than just their own franchise. They're pioneering an idea. Not a lot of games are doing this. And if they are doing it, they're doing it in a variety of different ways. And so there is a philosophical friction within what they're trying to do right now and we're seeing the result in a rise in error codes a rise in bugs and a continued complaint from the from portions of the community that don't feel like they get enough content every three months so i get what you're coming from you're like oh people would be outraged if they suddenly pushed something out and it ruined their iphone right and people are upset that trials is not in the best state right now we waited a long time for it to come back and it's got some it's got some bruises on it it's a you know it's 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 got some blemishes so they're adding a lot for each season, so it seems there's a reason to ask for less issues. Oh, well, they're not adding a lot. To you, it looks like they're not adding a lot, but they added like the the actual physical space of bunkers is relatively large. They added entirely new mechanics. You can summon a robot that's never been something in the game before. A robot that walks around and blows stuff up. That's brand new. What they they added that to to, to activities in the public space and to lost sectors, that probably took some time. They added brand new mods to the armor system that can spawn these things called warmine Cells. Like, they add new mods every season to the artifact. Right now, you've got uh, you can do over, overload on a sword, you can create warmine Cells with melee uh, and, and grenade and super damage from arc. you can create warmine Cells with a solar blast off of something like the Sunshot. Um... So like, I don't know, I, I just, if you zoom out for a second, and you don't think like a player who's maybe born, bored or burned out or whatever, and you look at the quantitative ad every season, it's actually significant for $10. Everybody gets down into the ideology and the philosophy of, well they should stop reskinning or nothing's new, and it's just like, the work that went into just bringing back the trials weapons wasn't, there's not some button on a computer Bungie's like, what do you guys want to do today? I don't know. You guys want to order pizza and play some video games? Yeah, what's on the docket? What do we have to do? Oh, we have to get weapons for trials. Oh, just push the reskin button. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're so lazy. Let's just push the reskin button. Boop, boop, and they just press it and like all of a sudden they have all these weapons in the game reskinned from the past. It's not that simple. They have to go down into the content, into the development tools, and build these things and adjust these things sometimes from scratch, the legendary lost sectors are now a match-made, adve- not a match-made, I'm sorry, a non-match-made adventure system with robots and champions and Valkyrie javelins and all these things. Like, I don't know, to me, it's like we get so caught up in the ideology of a Destiny player that we, st- we can't see the forest for the trees now you might not be having fun, that's fine I'm not going to try to argue into having fun if there's certain things that you don't find appealing I think the public event is cheeks I think uh, the the champion's presence in some of the content is really annoying but I like the legendary lost sectors I like the grind, I like doing bounties I like going for god rolls so there are some things there for me to do but I'm also kind of like, yeah man public event's cheeks dude, it's not good just realized same attacks as well it's the same movement, animations as an ogre? Oh, I think you're right. I do think the robot is an... He, I've noticed that too. He, he moves like an ogre. Um, but again, it's something that we summon that attacks the enemies. Like, that's a new thing that they had to create. Even though maybe the attack patterns and the movement, it's the skeleton of an ogre. That's still... I mean, that's a borrowed asset. But at the same time, it's still something brand new they had to make sure worked right make sure he doesn't fall through the map, make sure he doesn't hurt you, make sure the explosion doesn't hurt you, make sure that he's only alive for so long, his damage output needs to be reasonable, his aggro patterns need to prioritize certain enemies over others, like, you know, they had to do all that to make him work properly, and not just there, they had to put him everywhere, he's all over the place. Red alert. Do you think Trials map rotations could possibly change the weapon meta in PvP in the future? Hmm... Here's the, here's the thing that I don't think people realize. The minute the meta settles on a weapon like this, okay, it won't go away overnight. It won't go away just because the map's a little bit more long range because you're going to have, as, as, as you should expect, a pretty significant amount of mid-lane to lower-skilled players in the player pool. And they generally are not going to suddenly stretch themselves and throw on snipers and hand cannons and try and play in a different way. They're going to go for the low-hanging fruit. They're going to go for the path of least resistance. So they're going to continue to use the hard light. I don't, I don't see that changing uh, anytime soon. I don't see that becoming a different trend, even if the maps are less favorable. You might see some of the higher-skilled players move, moving, move away from the hard light, but I don't think you're going to see. I don't think you're going to see the trend die because, oh, well, we were on rusted lands and hardlight had a hard time. Ah, you're still going to see hard light freaking everywhere. Trust me on that. Like, it's still a great weapon in just normal old primary gunfights. You just go for a mid-range gunfight it's a it's an absolute freaking killer ignore ricochet rounds you know ignore ricochet rounds ignore the zero damage drop off ignore the lack of recoil ignore the catalyst ignore all of that if you just use it in a normal mid-range gunfight it is an absolute killer it's a great weapon so i don't think it's gonna (laughs) i don't think it's going away anytime soon i don't think it's gonna suddenly not be used i think that it got it it hit its absolute fever pitch with anomaly and maybe you know bungie's hoping the fever breaks and that people start maybe to pivot to other things or maybe it's less painful to play against on bigger maps more open maps but jedi why is bungie so against making all armor designs become an ornament once obtained Oh, why are they against that well because that's anti-grind If you get a god tier pair of anything, you would just always keep that god tier pair on and then just change the ornamentation. I think that there's something appealing about about going for a really, really good piece of armor and a piece of content. That's another thing to sort of grind for. If you turn everything into ornamentation, then it's basically just a, well, I already have a great pair of gauntlets. I'm just going for the ornaments. And that's a little bit, truth be told, it doesn't seem like it, but it really is. That's a reversion back to Destiny 2 Year 1 where armor did nothing for you. It literally was just a change in ornamentation, it was just a change in appearance. Armor had no stats back then. Would I like to see the old Would I like to see the old D2 Trials armor and weapons brought back? I don't give a a, a single hoot about Trials of the Nine anything, but I would love to see the the trials armor and guns from D1 brought back because there's more we're not done yet so I would love to see Doctrine I loved Doctrine <laughs> I would love to see Doctrine come back uh, Prend. Sorry if you have spoken on this, but what is going on with Trials Reset? I don't quite understand what's going on. Okay, so right now, if you click on anything in the game, it will show you your weekly challenges. And those reset weekly. So right now, when I go to Nightfalls, okay, and I just hover it over with my cursor, it says Challenges, and there's the yellow circle. Weekly Challenge, Complete the Nightfall for Powerful Gear, okay? Trials will do the same thing. You will open the directory, you will click on Crucible, and right now when I highlight Control, it says Weekly Challenges, Complete Four Matches or whatever. Trials, when you highlight it, should have refreshed Weekly Challenges for you. If you don't see them there, you're one of the people affected by the bug, and Saturday... At 5 p.m. Pacific Time, which is 8 p.m. Eastern Time, your challenges will reset. They are pushing out an update next month, April, that will fix this to always happen on Friday. So, you can still get your bounties and your tokens, and you can still get things from going flawless, but 3, 5, and 7 are challenge drops that reset every week. Pixel Pusher. 20 months from Blackjack. Thank you so much, Blackjack. Pixel Pusher says Are seasonal mod slots a way for Bungie to introduce set bonuses without restricting players to a single armor set? They're getting there because, like, right now you can kind of create an armor set with the war mine cells. So, I am running Wrath of Rasputin, which solar splash damage final blows have a chance to create war mine cells. So, I was running that with the Sunshot. Sunshot feels really good right now in the public space like, really, really good. I would encourage you to try it out if you get Wrath of Rasputin. I'm also running blessing of rasputin collecting a war mine cell increases the chances of your next final blow with the serif weapon that'll create a war mine cell so if i create a war mine cell and there's no enemies around i go and run through it and quote unquote collect it and that creates the the chance of my next final blow with a serif weapon doing it this one uh, you take reduced damage from enemies that are near war mine cells I'm running that, and then I'm running Global Reach. Warmind cells you create effect damage targets at a greater distance, and so I'm running all of those. That's basically a Warmind set. I mean, I'm running mods that give me all kind of complementary benefits, right? Um, there is a th- there's a there's a complementarianism. There's, there's one of them that does like increase solar damage, right? There's increased reach of solar damage, you know. Hey Seno, you're better than Jake. Jake is just a joke. You know that Jake is a friend of mine. I don't really know why you're here bad mouthing one of my friends. Um, that's a that's a strange that's a strange decision that you're making there. Um, maybe try again. If you like my content, thank you. But there's no reason to insult a friend of mine. If you prefer my content over somebody else, watch here, hang out here, but don't insult another broadcaster. Uh, next question from Okie. Um, will the change will the change to world drop armor apply retroactively to the armor we have did Paul Tassie get an answer he asked Cosmo Paul Tassie tweeted and asked if it was going to be retroactive I would think that it would be retroactive because they're actually changing the the items themselves in the game um I'm trying to see if he's if he ever got an answer uh Let's see. It looks like he did. Cosmo, is this retroactive? And then Paul Tassi replied to his own tweet and said it is. So he replied to his own tweet and said it is. So he got confirmations in some way um, about it being retroactive. So hear me on this. If you get like a really, really good drop on a piece of faction armor, it's got like a really, really good stat lean. um, I would say that you that you should keep it because it's going to get that slot very soon I have not gotten any good rolls so I'll be, I'll be okay um, just enough do you have do you see any benefit in having to pick and choose which artifact mods are available and the increasing cost of resetting do you see any benefit in having to pick and choose which artifact mods are available and the increasing cost of resetting it should cost nothing to reset okay it should cost nothing to reset, but restricting it the way that they have, I don't think makes any sense. No, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. It should cost nothing to reset, but restricting it to so many unlocks, I think makes sense. It, it I understand they, they need to restrict it a little bit. They won't, they don't want you to have literally everything. Um, they've structured it in a way where they want you to make the hard choice on the late on the late stage. They don't want you to be able to unlock literally everything but I don't think it should cost anything to reset it I think that that's a stupid decision Um, I don't want to be mean that sounds kind of mean, sorry it doesn't make sense, why are you making it more and more expensive don't you want to encourage people to experiment and try everything out like, I don't know it blows my mind wow, a 65 roll, god tier distribution oh man, no mod slot, shard it it makes sense to me Eugene If you are running what I'm running right now, and you're enjoying, I've got four Warmind cells on right now, okay? I've got four Warmind cells. And I have a 50, a 51, and a 52, right? I've got decent armor on. None of of it's mind-blowing, but it's all decent, okay? To me, it's really hard, even as an educated player, to see, oh, wow, I'll get... Nine more points on discipline and two more points on intellect. Oh, that's really good for my stat distribution. It's harder for me to sense that in the game. Do you know what's really easy for me to sense in the game a very tangible and one-to-one connection of value? I'm making Warmind cells everywhere. I'm blowing them up. I'm grabbing them. I'm throwing them. I'm doing all these things. That has immediate, tangible, like, player feedback. Oh, this is awesome, Right? This is so good. This is so helpful. You, you're like, oh, here's a here's a god roll stat piece of armor, but I can't use war mine cells. Like, I I don't know. It to me, it's like, did, if you do if you do that if you prioritizing stats, like good for you. But for somebody else, they might be like, I don't really sense a huge difference on you know tier tier eight intellect or tier this or tier that. Right? I I, I don't care about that but the extra discipline means your grenade ability war mine build is better. No, not necessarily. If I, cause think about it. As soon as I do that, Extra discipline means my grenade's gonna refresh a little bit quicker, but in so doing, I lose an entire perk for war cells. Maybe I lose the one that lets me throw it. Maybe I lose the one that lets me add suppression when it blows up, or wh- I mean while it's being shot. Maybe I lose the one that increases the reach of the damage or the or the solar damage, like it burns for more. Like, no matter what happens, you're making me trade an entire perk for war mine cells for oh I'll get my grenades a little bit faster. Like I said, not everybody even senses it the way that you sense it. Most people will be like, No, I missed that perk that made everything get electric. Or when I picked it up, I got like a big shock coming off of me. Or, oh, when I pick one up, I get an overshield. I don't know. It's way more tangible. That would be like saying, if you run this armor, you're gonna get increased reload speed on your guns. You're like, oh, that's cool. But, um, you can no longer use anything with Outlaw wait, what? I love Outlaw. Outlaw is such a fun perk. Yeah, but you're getting you're getting a little bit faster reload. It'll make up the difference. But I don't care. I love seeing Outlaw. I love seeing that fast reload. Taking a perk away from somebody, I just think almost immediately makes somebody think twice about it. Imagine not using it, but sharding it well I mean I think some of it also comes Eugene from whenever we're leveling they're just that's just kind of what you're doing you're really just you're just dismantling lots of stuff so to me it seems more natural to say oh this will disrupt my build I can't and also like I said it's almost like a blemish on the armor you're like yeah it's good but Not really. It looks like it's less than. It could it could have, you know, God tier stats, a perfect roll, but then you're like, oh, it's got this blemish on it. It's got a bruise. It's like it's not as good as something else. You know, oh it's a 63. Well, I'm wearing a 57. I have a 57 that has the seasonal slot. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this for an extra six stat points. You see what I'm saying? It's just harder for that to translate as a value to people. Bower Socks. At this point with trials, do you feel it would be okay to just place a ban on guns, such as hard light, from your trials gear, rather than nerfing or changing how a weapon works? Um. A ban on guns? No, absolutely not. Listen. People get mad enough when you lower the strength of something. The last thing you want to do is start banning guns or doing curated loadouts. That is completely antithetical to what Trials is. That's why I'm glad they didn't do locked loadouts. I love seeing people adapt and change their loadout and change their stuff and and trying to come up with you know better solutions. Um, I, I think that's great. I love seeing that. I would never, I would never ever want to see somebody banning stuff uh, from the game. Even a pre a pre-match vote system would be okay. Vote to ban, vote to protect. I would never get banned. <laughs> it would never get banned. There'd always be at least three people in the server being like, "No, nah, I want to keep it." <laughs> three votes, bans. Oh, come on. That's garbage, and you know it. All the sweatheads would ban it every time. You're putting too much power in the hands of the player. I can literally deny your team a gun. Oh, I guess you would come back with saying, well, the other team can do it. The other team can do it to you. Then you're going to get in these weird, stupid spats. All right. um, Think about how bad this would be, Eugene. All right, we're matching against the team. Uh, Three spare rations. Vote to ban spare rations? Cool. Now their entire loadout is thrown into upheaval because you voted to Oh, what do we have here? Hmm. Oh. Three Astral Horizons that they spent a lot of time grinding for. Ban. You can't do that. That would be freaking horrible. That's some sort of preemptive trollish chess game that doesn't belong in this game. That'd be awful. (laughs) Like, get out of here. You can't give that kind of power to players. Um... Augustin, do you think the quarantine in Seattle is keeping them from mentioning things they can't address quickly as they normally would making a game remotely isn't as easy? No idea. I don't really want to speculate on this because it's not It's not really something that I'm, isn't, I'm in a place to do that. Parasito, is there a place for a trial-style playlist with curated loadouts? No. Allowing players to use 3 out of 743 weapons will always have an emergent meta. Instead of Bungie having to focus on all 743 weapons they could focus be on like 20 or 30 allowing more in-depth review and balance listen listen i you guys are asking for things that don't fit this game somebody says like laugh and moba they do bans in league of legends right go play those games if you want those features this is destiny this is not those games you can't yank like let's flip the conversation around well they don't they don't make you they don't allow voting to ban things in trials. You shouldn't be able to do it in this MOBA. You shouldn't be able to do it in this League game. Why? Why are you trying to grab features from Destiny into League? Why would you do that? It, on both sides of the coin, it makes no sense to grab features and meta controllers from other games. They're not even the same. A, a top-down isometric MOBA? <laughs> <laughs> we're just joking no there are people in chat that are not joking about that they, Oh, all they do this in other games you could do it here too oh, people would hate it if listen listen if you do curated loadouts vote to ban weapons or lock certain guns you will freaking kill whatever playlist has that in it you will kill it how many casual carls are gonna be like what do you mean i can't use this gun Well, i'm not playing then bye how many sweatheads would be like, forget this, dude! All we ever do is get things, ba- you know, banned. I'm out. I don't want to do this. This is my favorite gun. I'm gone. No way am I doing this. You would murder the playlist. It would be one of the absolute worst things they could do. People didn't even respond well to it in PVE when they did curated loadouts for the uh, for the raid layers. People responded poorly to it in PVE. What do you think they're gonna do in PvP? Hilly Heat, do you think Bungie needs to address the amount of grinding PvP players need to do before being able to play trials? My D1 fire team are playing Apex as an example because they can just jump right in and play. Um listen. I, okay, so this is one of those situations where they're having to choose the the good of the whole at the cost of the minor. Like how do I want to say this? It's for it's for the greater good. That's a better way of saying it. Instead of me trying to make up some new statement, let's just go with one that under people understand. It's for the greater good, okay? There are lots of things attached to power-enabled trials and making people have to level up to play trials, okay? There are a lot of things attached to that. It's for the greater good, okay? Number one, sunsetting is a thing that's on the way and they have to create a sing- a. a a system where power-enabled trials makes you want to level up every season and then that empowers them to leave certain guns and certain metas behind, okay? So it's for that. It's also a great way to kind of mitigate some of the cheating. It's also a great way to keep the sort of hierarchy in the game in place. It's endgame. It's aspirational, okay? so. I'm going to flip this one around. Well, my friends that play World of Warcraft, they want to jump into Destiny and play raids right away, and they can't. They have to level up. Well, yeah, that you have to level up to play raids. Would I have to level up to play raids in World of Warcraft? Well, yeah. Okay, well, then shut up. Like, if you want to come play raids in Destiny, then level up, okay? If you want to come play the most aspirational Trials content, then shut up and level up. I'm sorry, like... I know that sounds mean, and people are like, well, Lono, aren't you anti-leveling? Leveling Leveling should be more automatic. Leveling should not have RNG within it. Leveling should not serve as a barrier of entry between people and the introductory content, the public event, right? I argued for that, but I would never, ever argue that you shouldn't have to level to run a raid or go into trials. That's just the natural nature of these games, and to come to this game, okay, you don't have the right to come to this game and demand something of it that's antithetical to its, to its genre. Like, that's antithetical. That's not how these identities of these games function and work. You come in, you play, and you level, right? The one reason why there's level entry on Trials is for hackers with free accounts. Well, there's that, but the, again, there's also the, the idea that this is endgame. This is aspirational. This is a dungeon. This is Trials. This is a nightfall. Whether it's a Nightfall, a dungeon, or a raid, or Trials of Osiris, it's at the tip of the pyramid. Level up to go in there. You would not approach any other game. Go to Elder Scrolls Online, go to World of Warcraft, and be like, I want to do the really, really hard aspirational stuff right now. People be like, what are you talking about? You just created a character. You have to level up. No. I want to do it now. Okay, well, you can't. Sorry you're gonna hit 950 in the blink of an eye and then sure, the grind from 950 to 1000 is gonna take you probably a couple weeks again I, I, I think that's logical I'm not gonna allow the logical harmony of the game to be disrupted by by fair weather crybabies no offense to your friends, I'm not trying to insult anybody but that's just what it feels like you're just a fair weather crybaby like, well I play this game every once in a while and I know I don't want to have to do anything, it's like, come on put some work in right put some work in play level you just want to play trials on the weekend that's it you want to treat it like apex and fortnite like a br that you just launch and play that's not destiny you're asking destiny to be something else i agree with you it just seems that my buds are very good pvp players and they don't like the amount their feedback it to me is not my opinion i i get that hilly uh, but I'm down buddies for Trials. I-, I get you. I get you, homie. Talk to him. Be like, listen, man, we can have a lot of fun. Just play with me throughout the week. I'll walk you through how to level. It's not that hard. It'll give us something to do. It'll give us a game to play together. It's not that hard to level. Leveling is way easier than it ever has ever been. I am in their defense, though. I think leveling is frustrating because of the milestone system and RNG, and it's because the, with the artifact being disabled, that cushioning blow isn't there. You have to keep checking your gear score now if you're grinding for trials. That's That's no fun, but I don't know. To me, it's like that's a logical system in the game that shouldn't be disrupted, and they've made it to where it's pretty easy to level up. I am sick of it. Your friends haven't even been playing. Like, one of the reasons I don't like leveling is because I'm freaking sick of it. I've been playing a game for five years. If they haven't, then come on. They can take it on the chin for a couple of weeks. It takes less than a few days to hit a thousand or close uh, enough to not matter in trials. Yeah, you can get into nine. You can hit nine, nine, five pretty easily. I've listen. I have not even been trying to level. You guys know this. I've run a couple of milestones each week and my max gear score is nine, nine, six on my hunter. My hunter can be 996 without the artifact. He's at endgame delta, he'll, he'll be fine in trials. So, and I barely have focused on it. Gilded Aegis. Can you think of any reason why Bungie didn't comment on the token farming in the bottom half of the trials cards or the hard light spam? Okay, so Dylan commented on the, on the token thing on Twitter and said that in the coming weeks, there will be better loot at game seven, so people are gonna wanna go flawless personally the only reason i can think of is because they don't have a concrete solution that is likely why they don't even want to mention the hard light they don't want to get people's hopes up they don't want to create a sky is falling scenario it's a delicate uh it's delicate the uh, the community is delicate okay if they start if they say anything about it you're going to start a firestorm Don't nerf it, Bungie. Oh, it's finally... We finally have a good weapon. And then you're gonna have other people being like, Yeah, you hear that, suckers? They're gonna nerf your heart like... Like, they don't want to start that debate or stoke that debate any more than it's already happening. (laughs) Like, they're like, Yeah, let's just wait. Let's wait. I thought they were gonna say, Listen, in a diplomatic way, I thought they were gonna say... We understand that there is a very strong trend in the Crucible right now with the weapons. We are always receiving feedback and analyzing player usage to make decisions about balance and the meta. We are going to continue doing that this season. That's just a like a, hey, we're aware of what's going on. We're going to we're gonna just continue to monitor what's happening. Um, so Hard Light is the single most anomalous weapon I think I've ever seen in Destiny as far as usage and, usage and kill count. It's absurd. So, something's probably going to happen. Parasito. Do you think Bungie's lack of comment on the previous week of Trials is indicative of not wanting to fix things like that? Dylan did comment. They could have given us Anomaly early and aren't commenting because they think the rest of the maps will make us forget about Anomaly. Um, Okay, so now you're talking about Hardlight. Right, so um, yeah, let's ignore the token grind thing, because Dylan addressed that. Let's think Hardlight. I, that's why I think it's going to be a map that won't be friendly to Hardlight. I think it's going to be Rusted Lands or, like, Widow's Court or something. It'll be a traditional D1 map. A traditional D1 Trials map. And, um, I think they're going to space out the new ones. I think they're going to do Anomaly and then a week of noth- a week of, of, of something else. And then it'll be, like, Exodus Blue and then a week of something else and then a week of C- Cauldron. I think they're going to stagger those. Uh, that's what I think. So... It's Rusted Lands this weekend. That list that we that that people found was literally uh, a list in alphabetical order. <laughs> so it's not really um, it backs my prediction. But even i I'm willing to admit that I don't think that that has anything to do with when they come out. Ghetto Vision. There are a lot of players out there with D1 nostalgia. Yep. Uh, What is your prediction and thoughts for the future Destiny that players will start experiencing D2 nostalgia? What do you think future players will miss the most about D2? Homie, this is already happening. You should hear the way people talk about Forsaken, Black Armory, Drifter, and Opulence. They talk about it as if it's the promised land. And believe me, when I was playing Forsaken, and when I was playing uh, Black Armory and Drifter and Opulence people were complaining. (laughs) People didn't like it. There were people that thought it was boring or lame or they hated it or they, oh, I'm just sick of doing, I'm sick of doing forges and I'm sick of doing uh, frames from Ada. I'm sick of this. It's just a grind for weapons. And now people talk about Black Armory as if it was the best time ever. (laughs) Like they th- they talk about black armory as if it was perfect and i'm like do y'all remember black armory because i do i remember everybody complaining about going to the tower too many times they were sick of grinding for weapons they thought the forges were boring they thought the forges were repetitive they thought there was nothing to do other than forges come on people complain during black armory now i talk about black armory as if it was the best thing ever you know five dollars from fuzzbounds in ESO, because of champion points, you need to do at least two hundred to three hundred hours of constant XP farming to reach max rank, to be competitive in PvP, and a lot of the best gear comes from the equivalent of raids. Destiny is a cakewalk in comparison. Thank you for the $5 and for the information. Funk the Buddha. I miss your sub Buddha. 34 months, thank you, sir. Um Next Question. Marine, with the current world events and not having a hard date on the hard light balance. That when it could be impled, uh, implemented are they not saying anything to get away from the we're listening reputation it's possible I already spoke to this I just think they're wanting to kind of hold back because it's a pretty delicate community community pretty fragile people get pretty excited and pretty angry uh, Tom F.J. Do you think just getting rid of the damage bonus for Ricochet rounds would fix the hard light problem? That's the first thing I'm calling for. I don't want to murder the weapon. I know people love using it. If I limit the damage done on Ricochet rounds and you're upset about that, it's because you're spamming around corners and not actually using it as a gun. If you're using the hard light as a gun, and you're enjoying it, and you're winning gunfights with it, then me wanting ricochet rounds to get significantly nerfed because the damage multiplier off a wall I believe is stupid that should not affect 90% of your engagements. That is just promoting spam, and the spam's getting absurd, and it gives passive map control with no risk. That's the issue that I was trying to get at. I could also see I don't want to return a screen shake, okay? I don't want to return a screen shake, but I I could also see the recoil getting worse the longer that you're shooting it to again mitigate and minimize some of the cross map spam because the gun is a laser beam the longer you shoot it it has a 49 you know round mag These are things that shouldn't bother you if you're just using hard light as a weapon. If you're just running around using hard light as a primary, then none of the things I've suggested should bother you. They should not bother you at all. The only reason somebody would be mad about the two things that I have suggested is because they're spamming like crazy and that's how they use the weapon. Which is precisely one of the, it's not the only thing, but it's one of the main things that makes the gun so frustrating to have in the crucible right now. Darth. What is going to stop top tier players from coin farming and stomping people in games one through three dylan has indicated that game seven is going to have a lot better loot going forward in the coming weeks so people are really going to want to go to the final game given the new prime rewards which just released do you think bungie needs to do more with this to reward long-term players than giving out old ornaments and ghosts the prime rewards are not for you they're for people that are missing things it's a way to backfill uh it's a way to say hey you're a new player here's some free stuff prometheus lens is pretty dope uh Twitch Prime loot has nothing to do with you as a hardcore player Uh, and truth be told if they gave you something that was for you as a hardcore player then people would complain why are you giving away dope loot um, that's really coveted through Twitch Prime I don't have Twitch Prime like they can't do that they're giving away old loot that is primarily meant for free to play players to kind of fill in gaps Um, And truth be told, the longer that they do it, the more the more chance it might reward somebody who managed to not get a certain thing or an ornament like you got the Prometheus lens ornament. Did you have that? Maybe you didn't. I don't know. The further we get, the more that stuff has a chance of rewarding you like me right now. Anytime I get those nostalgic engrams from the season pass, they have more consistently given me stuff that I didn't have yet. I have been getting stuff in my collections that I, you know, that I didn't have yet, and that's been pretty exciting, um, to be like, oh, I never got this. I got an ornament for the Darcy the other day. I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't have this one. So as time goes on, things like the prime loot and the nostalgic engrams will start to help people who maybe didn't get everything every season. Vv salvation, Vv uh, Topher with seven months of subs. Thank you. Welcome back. In your opinion, can Bungie sustain the overly buggy updates, disconnects, and broken exotics? I enjoy... Okay, this is just one of those questions that's, like, super generic. In your opinion, can Bungie sustain the overly buggy updates? I, there's not much for me to say here. I don't work there. I don't know what they're looking at. I don't know what the problems are stemming from. They already fixed Gambit. What They thought they pushed out a fix for the other disconnects, and it hasn't worked yet. So, hopefully they can push out another fix. If they can push out fixes that fast for Gambit, and hopefully maybe in a week or two push out another fix, then... I'm not super concerned, but this can't be the pattern every season. I would say, like, you guys need to figure this out. What's the cause? What's making it happen? And try to minimize it as much as possible. We don't want to start every season with this. Well, it's going to be a month of trash connections. Um, they also stirred the pot a little bit with the Steam thing and the token thing and the background netcode probably had to be modified for that because now nobody can DDoS you and knock you offline if you're playing on PC. So, and they're also working from home domo what would you say about people talking about the D2 planets are only better because of the new gen tech and how player numbers do not count because there is no PC players on D1 or that you cannot compare D1 content to D2 season drip this just sounds like somebody who refuses to see anything that proves their, their position falls. we've had plenty of people recently If you re- if you have to reject facts that don't square with your position, then your position is defunct. It's not, it doesn't, it's, it's not standing anymore. It's an empty position, right? So if I go upstairs and I tell my family that I think the house is in a disastrous state and it's disgusting and messy and there's junk all over the walls and it needs to be cleaned up. And if my wife responded and said, what are you talking about? The books are on the shelves, the kids have just cleaned up the Legos, the, the walls are clean, and I just vacuumed. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. That has nothing to do with the discussion. This house is a disaster. It'd be like, well, wait a minute. You're maintaining your position in light, in spite of the facts. Like, you're, you're like, I'm going to ignore facts that refute my position. This is actually really common these days. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's led to the situation that we're in as a country. Like, I'm just going to be honest. Like, ignoring facts that don't square with your position has put us into a terrible state as a country, okay? So, in 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 the same state in video games, people do this. People try and, like, base Destiny 2 or complain about Destiny 2 or make comparisons to Destiny 1, and you start citing facts. You start citing facts, and what do they do? Well, no, no, no. That doesn't square, that doesn't square with what I think, and so I reject it. Instead of allowing what you think to be shaped by facts, you just kind of dig your heels in. This is actually a psychological thing. They've done studies on this, on how facts don't sway people. They just don't. It's kind of dangerous, and it's true. Um, And so, um, here's the thing. If you guys start a political debate in chat, you're just going to get timed out. The, the, that goes for everybody. If, if in this scenario, they're going to reject the increased player numbers. Oh, it's just because of PC. Okay, but that doesn't, what do you mean? What do you mean it's just because of PC? Most of the people playing on PC used to play on console. They migrated. So the player base numbers are being maintained and you're only attributing that to the fact that there's a PC player base you're not even understanding the actual fact that you're trying to like use in your argument if you claim that the d2 planets are only better because of new gen tech what does that statement even mean you're conceding that the planets are better they're better you just conceded that they're better so if the planets are better what difference does it make oh it's only because of new gen tech well first of all it's the same engine but okay Like, you just conceded that the planets are better. You just conceded that the player base is larger. Oh, it's just because of PC. Uh, no. (laughs) No, like, that, that means that people are playing. That means they're a fan of the game. What's it matter if they're on a different platform? And then, uh, you can't compare D1 content to D2 season drip. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. 100%. No, you you can. You can make very, very, very good comparisons between the Taken King and Forsaken. You can make very good comparisons between Rise of Iron and Shadowkeep. Similar size, similar themes, similar styles. Like, they're very, very similar in execution size and substance. The difference between Taken King and Rise of Iron and Forsaken and Shadowkeep is a junk ton more content in between. That's the diff (laughs) that's the difference. Here's Taken King and nothing until April update, which was a free update that was not super substantive. Here's Rise of Iron, and then nothing, and then we got Age of Triumph, which was a bunch of reskin stuff. So I I don't know. For me, I would continue to I would continue to think that In this situation, if you're gonna reject basic facts or try to twist every fact to suit your your conclusion the game is dead the game is dying the game is in bad shape and every time people bring that up and I point to the player based numbers they're they're not sweet. Sway- oh it's just because of free to play really free to play launched in October it's almost April you think free to play is still really padding the numbers that much you know you you think it's only this or only that or it's only because of this or it's only because of that and blah, 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 blah. listen why even have the discussion then why even have the discussion? If you're not going to be swayed by facts, if you're not going to be swayed by anything other than like stuff that supports your position, I don't know. I would continue to say that the, the differences between D1 and D2 are worth noting, and they are worth making those comparisons because I do believe we've gotten better content and better content flow, and I think player-based numbers are more steady and stable. It's not like the game is significantly larger. Like so many more people are playing now, it's that the numbers are way more stable and way more predictable. That's actually good for everybody. That's good for matchmaking. That's good for Bungie. That's good for sales predictions. It's it's good. To, it's good to have stable numbers. D1 and and even the year after Forsaken was very like, whoa, everybody's hyped, boom. Whoa, everybody's hyped, boom. Now it's more like, ooh, it's, it's the new season, it's going up, and then ooh, it settles back down, and ooh, it's the new season, or ooh, something cool's going on. It's more of like, it's more of like a, a wave, like a little up and down wave, instead of like big spikes of a mountain, and then croof, just plummets way down. American Grizzly, I've heard people say that Grandmaster Nightfall seem useless. Do you think the Ascendant Shard drop will be higher than one to make it worth playing or we just don't know yet? If all they're doing is increasing the Ascendant Shard drop rate, then Grandmaster Nightfalls are a literal joke. They're a literal joke. It's a punchline. It's, it is it 12 negative modifiers, 1060 delta power delta. That's a joke. There's a, there's a punchline somewhere in there. That's laughable. No one's going to do that for an Ascendant Shard drop rate increase. They're going to do it for the Triumphs. That's probably about it. JD Gamer, Hey, Lona, what's your thoughts with leaks and files showing SIVA's return? Do you believe this could lead to a new raid with SIVA in it? I love SIVA. I love SIVA weapons. I love all of that. It's very nostalgic for me. Wrath of the Machine was such a special time. I'm trying not to get my hopes up. It seems like it's going to happen, though. E-Summer. Do you think Bungie should do something similar to Rainbow Six Siege with Operation Health Uh, this would be a season dedicated to quality of life updates Uh, some people have asked for this this is is, is maybe getting some traction Uh, Paul Tassi asked for it Uh, some other people have asked for this, just a season about quality of life and updates and changes Um, that's obviously not going to happen now because they've already got stuff loaded into the hopper and people would be pretty upset I wouldn't complain because I think it's needed but people would be ticked and it would really hurt the player base it would, it would dip, a lot TX Blue. Do you think that Trials needs seasonal gear refresh to keep players playing? If so, how would they justify Trials gear over seasonal paid gear like ritual weapons going forward? Uh, Crucible doesn't get hardly anything, so I think that'd be a pretty easy justification right there. Uh, Glue. Would you rather have more content or less, uh, or have less content, but less buggy? This just feels like such a false dichotomy. I, I don't think it's that buggy, and I, if if you if I got way less content, but they could remove some of the bugs and disconnects right now, I'd probably take the quantity with some of the bugs because at least there's more to do. Uh, the bugs are frustrating, but they're usually you know shortly dealt with, and uh, you know I don't I don't think it's lasting that long. They already fixed Gambit for crying out loud. People couldn't even play Gambit, and that's already been fixed. So I don't want to go through droughts and 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 nothing to do. Oh, there's no bugs. Ja, rocks. do you think the Trials of Osiris card could always drop a weapon at the win or could be like the token bonus I don't want to get caught up into this we did this a lot yesterday so I'm not going to get bogged down with like micro suggestions I think they need to just give way more tokens on games 4, 5, 6, and 7 and way more stuff in the flawless chest Sneakmeister with the hype around the Eye of Soul Sniper, do you think that if the Sniper is released this week on the Flawless card, it would help lower the amount of teams farming? Well, Dylan indicated that Game 7 is going to have a lot of better stuff going forward in the coming weeks. Domo. Would you say Destiny is a casual game or competitive game, and does a game need a pro scene to be considered competitive? Trials is competitive, but it, does, it doesn't it does have a pro scene. It's competitive. The best players come out, they stack their teams, they go for wins. Like That's competitive. Uh, Slipknot if you have the trials bug does that mean you can't get new gear this weekend or just not pinnacle and powerful you just won't get drops at 3 5 and 7 until after 8 p.m eastern on saturday j we don't even know if this is possible so are we dealing with a hypothetical here but if bungie were to remove content to downsize the game as they've mentioned that they're reaching the supposed limit where could they start certain planets certain game modes storylines this would be hard because there might be legality reasons here that they can't they can't do that they might not be able to do that. They might not be able to say, oh yeah, we're uh, we're just yanking Mercury out of the game. People paid for that. I mean, there could be legal reasons they can't do that. When they took Sundial and Vex Offensive out of the game, they warned you ahead of time that's what they were doing. That's called a full disclosure. You know what you're buying. Nobody knew when they bought Forsaken or, Op- or, or Warmind or Osiris that stuff could be pulled out of the game. And so they could run into a legal issue there. People could form a class action lawsuit and sue uh, for money to be given back I don't know how all that works It's when you bought the content there was no guarantee the game servers would always be live there was no guarantee the game would continue to be supported so I don't know but there was still a transaction of content and there's probably things there they don't even want to step on that minefield Um, so even if there's no legal reasons, it's still a bit of a minefield to start yanking things out of the game. Hey, I paid for that, and it might it might create a bit of a firestorm. Um, so, I it, it it could be as simple as that they just don't want to step onto a minefield of complaint because that's essentially what it would turn into. So I'm going to have to end there because people just slammed a couple more questions. i got to get ready for split screen. You're not going to want to miss it. we got a really great team that we're casting today on split screen for the race to the Lighthouse. Trials of Osiris coverage coming up in about 10 minutes. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or watching on YouTube, you want to be here on Fridays. Say no to Rage.com or bring you right to my Twitch channel. Come on in and join the conversation. And as always, if you're watching in the other locations, we greatly appreciate that. Please like, share and subscribe.